Welcome to the Dear Romance Podcast, where we're going to be chatting through all things weddings and planning and organizing your dream wedding day. My name is Amy and my aim and mission is to create a stress-free guide for you to plan your dream day so you can experience the fun, joy and excitement of wedding planning. I promise you, wedding planning is super fun and enjoyable, but I know it can get stressful really fast. I'm here to help you avoid the overwhelm and the stress. Thank you so much for having me in your ears. I'm so grateful that you're here. It's going to be so much fun, so let's dive in. Hello and welcome back. You would laugh at me right now if you could see me. It is freezing in my office. I finally caught a break in the rain, so there's no rain on the roof that's interfering with the recording and stuff because our house is just so echoey and um, obviously if you're in Perth, it's been just raining non friggin stop for the last however many days and I finally caught a break so I'm going to record this as fast as possible um but anyway it's like an iceberg in here um I'm literally wrapped in a duvet or a doona as Australians will call it yeah I'm wrapped in a duvet like over the top of my clothes I had a jacket on but it kept making this like feedbacky sound on the um on my microphone or like my earphones and stuff and so it was sounding really shit so I've like literally grabbed the duvet from the spare bed and I've wrapped myself in it and I'm just going to try and get through this it's how I've been working like all day because I finally caught a break with childcare, and um, my child's not around so I'm not recording late at night which is amazing so um that's my little update um side note who is like desperate for summer desperate for a holiday I really 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 wish we had like figured out timing and booked a holiday somewhere nice and tropical and warm um Bali or something or even like Singapore because it's just so cold and there just needs to be no end in sight I mean we're going to Port Douglas for a wedding in October but that just feels so far away and I'm just freezing my ass off and yeah this is just ridiculous so come on Perth do better so today I'm going to be talking about uh following on from last week's episode on budgets and things to save money or how to save money on your wedding planning or how to save money in your wedding, planning your wedding. Um, today I'm going to be talking about why you should be tracking your payments, how you should be tracking your payments and what essentially putting down a deposit means. So high chance you're not a spreadsheet nerd like me. Maybe you are, maybe you aren't. I personally am a spreadsheet nerd. I track every single payment in our lives down to the dollar of, oh, I don't track our spending money, but like down to bills and income and investments and all of that stuff. Everything, every dollar in and pretty much every dollar out gets tracked by me in a spreadsheet. I've tried like apps, I've tried other things and yeah, I'm a bit of a nerd like that. So I always, always, always recommend couples use a spreadsheet to track your wedding payments to make sure that you're well aware of when you've got a payment coming up, how much it's going to be, whether there's a payment plan in place and you can slowly pay it off or whatever that looks like. A side note, I do offer, like all my clients I work with, I do offer a budget spreadsheet. I send that through for you to use. It's got details um, on like how to budget per element or per type of expenditure, you know, like even broken down to a wedding dress, a veil, your shoes, etc., etc. It's all broken down. It's got a budget. It's got actual spend. It's how much left to spend. It's got vendor details, etc., etc. So I offer that um, to all my clients that I work with if they don't have anything in place beforehand. I also sell it on my online shop. So if that's something you're interested in, um, there's a guide that accompanies it to help you figure out where to put your spend or put your money totals in because there's like formulas and stuff in the background that it's using, but 
Anyway, if you're interested in that, I'll drop the link for that in the show notes. I offer that for sale. But yeah, I always recommend that when you start, when you when you sign up with a vendor, when you sign the um, sign the terms and conditions or sign their contract, and then you pay the deposit to them, that you write down somewhere how much is left on that fee and when that fee will be due. It is highly likely that the wedding vendor that you have picked will be taking the full payment for their services before your wedding day. And they will lock in your wedding day and hold your date by requiring a deposit. That's how we work. That's how we make sure that we don't double book your date. We always take a deposit. Now, every single vendor is completely different. They will take a different percentage. They will take a different monetary amount or whatever. That will all be listed in their terms and conditions or their contracts. And, and you can ask vendors up front when you're working with them or whether you're when you're interviewing them, sorry, having chats with them about what their fee structure is, etc. But yes, most likely we require I know we all require deposits to hold your date to make sure that we don't double book and to make sure that you're serious about enlisting our services essentially because most of the time a deposit is non-refundable but we will talk about that a little bit later. All different vendors offer different payment schemes or payment structures depending on how much money you are going to be spending with them. If it's obviously large amounts of money and depending on what um, their services are, you could be enlisting or booking a say a wedding photographer and they have a deposit and then like a midway a midway payment if that's something that you're interested in and then obviously the rest of the the balance will be due before your wedding day if you work with a wedding planner and you're working with a wedding planner in full they will be able to help you track what payments are due when and how much is due when and that should be all centrally listed in a budget spreadsheet that I've just met, like I've just mentioned. It's always worth talking to vendors and whoever um, about payment plans because if you are finding that you want, you know, you want to pay your deposit and then you want to pay it off in monthly installments or bi-monthly installments or every six months or something like that, there may be a the, uh, the vendor may be in a position to take payments like that. But just bear in mind that with smaller payment plans, um, generally a vendor has to invoice you and you have to pay the invoice to like marry it all up. So that is an added admin task, I would say, from our end. So just bear in mind that if that's something you want to do, then by all means ask. And yeah, there's no harm in asking if that's something that you may be wanting to do. Um, But just bear in mind that that may be turned down or you might have to compromise on how often the payments are, depending on this at the admin side of things. There are wedding apps or wedding websites or whatever, if you're using one of them, um, that can help you track your wedding payments. I know of a few out there. I've never personally used them. I've never had clients that have personally used them, online budgeting software. But if that's something that you're using at the moment to say like track your um, guests and RSVPs and things like that, and there's a budget option or a budget um, platform in behind it or something like that, then by all means, if that's going to help you with all your tracking and things like that, then go for it. Um, But I also find, yeah, a spreadsheet works and then a calendar or a diary or a wedding planning notebook if you've got one or something along those lines. Um, A shared calendar between you and your partner is a great place to keep due dates for your bills if you're both across it. If you're obviously both, you both do the money thing in your relationship. I am the money, I am the CFO in our relationship. So basically I 
it would be me that tracks all of that. Um, Brett wouldn't give two hoots about that one because he doesn't even know where our money goes. But it also, if you're tracking it in like a Google calendar or something like that, it gives you an opportunity to be able to set reminders ahead of time so you don't miss payments and you don't forget that something is coming up and you can budget accordingly based on your income or your payday or whatever that looks like. Another hot tip with tracking your payments and things, I saw it on uh, Instagram the other day actually, was if you were in a position to do so, open up a credit card, like a new credit card that earns you points in some way. So like there's, I know there's an ANZ travel one, um, an American Express, they also offer travel points or rewards points or something like that. If you're in a position to do so, open up a credit card and put all your wedding payments on that. And then as you go, all those wedding payments are going to add up and they are going to give you rewards points back. And then you can put those rewards points towards your honeymoon, which which saves you money in the long run. I thought that was a great idea. Obviously, do not get a credit card if you are trying to, if you cannot afford like do not get a credit card to to spend outside of your means. This isn't me telling you to go and get your credit card and whack all your wedding purchases and vendors and things like that on like debt, get into more debt. Like if you have a credit card, if you're going to open a credit card, make sure that you are only spending what you can realistically afford and realistically pay off each month. So we have a credit card, it, it earns us rewards points as well. But every single purchase that goes onto that, because it, it earns us points and I always transfer them to um, my Virgin account so that we can get free flights. We always get free flights because I'm obsessed with like racking up all those points. Um, but what I do is every time I make a payment or at the end of every day or the end of every couple of days, I go through the statement, I look at what we've spent and I just move that money over from whatever account it's, it needs to come from. I am like a weirdo weirdo financial planner type thing in my home life. So just, yeah, bear with me. It come, it, we've got like seven different accounts for all our different spending. So don't judge. But what I do is when I, yeah, I go through all those spends, all the expenses that we've made in the last couple of days and I find out what accounts they need to come from. I just wire that money from that account and I put it straight back on the credit card. So our credit card balance just sits at zero usually, but I'm constantly earning points. I'm constantly rewarded with like everything's just on automatic payment with that account because um, we're still spending within our means. So me telling you to get a credit card to earn the points does not mean get a credit card and spend outside of your means and spend uh, and go nuts and live your best life for your wedding. That's not my intention, but I thought it was a great idea to be able to earn the rewards points that's going to get you a free flight or a free hotel stay or a free extra night in your hotel or something like that for your honeymoon. I thought that was a great tip. So that's just me passing that one on to you. Tracking your payments and things on a spreadsheet too also can be really handy in helping like if you have family members or someone contributing to your wedding day as well. Um, I know that a couple of clients that I work with or that I've worked with have, obviously they've got their main budget spreadsheet with all of the costs that everything is going to pay them, but then they've separated that out into who's going to pay for them and they can see realistically who's, if say you have your dad saying he's going to pay for your dress or he's going to pay for all the alcohol or rather than giving you like a flat sum of money then it's a great way to be able to track how much you've spent and how much is like how much is left to spend if 
it is a flat sum, if that makes sense. Um, so spreadsheets are amazing. You can do so many things with them and I highly, highly recommend them. And I just think they're a great place to put all your wedding costs in and track those payments so you don't forget anything. Let's move on to deposits. So I want to talk really quickly about deposits because this is generally how you lock in a wedding vendor. You do your research, you pick who you like, you do a couple of interviews, you meet them, you do a Zoom call, whatever that looks like. You decide that, yep, you want to go with that vendor and so and, that, and you're already aware of their pricing because they have told you about it when you were talking to them and so they then send you through a deposit invoice and a contract. So you sign the contract that states that you are going to engage their services and then they send you a deposit invoice which can generally be anywhere from like 10 to 30% of their total cost of their service. So um, me personally, I charge 25%. I know some people that charge 20% or some people that charge a flat fee. It really depends on who they are and what they do. But so they will send you out a deposit invoice. Your wedding date, the date that you want to book in that vendor for is not locked in with that vendor until you have paid that deposit invoice and it has been cleared in the vendor's account or it's been marked as received in the vendor's account. So that's why if you're looking at engaging with a vendor and you've sent them an inquiry and then they send you back their details and you don't get back to them in like a fast turnaround and you say, oh, I'm going to wait five days or I'm going to wait till next week when I know we've got the money to pay the deposit. If you don't engage with them back straight away, that week is open for anyone else to come in and, and snake your wedding day, essentially. Snake is a very horrible word. I shouldn't have said that, but to take your wedding day. So therefore, if there is another couple that is willing to pay the vendor right then and there for the deposit, then there's a high chance that you could lose that vendor for your wedding day. So my hot tip for you with that would be if you are really keen on a vendor and you really want to book them and they've sent you through all the information and they're just waiting to hear back from you, I would jump straight back in and say, yep, I really want to pay your deposit right then and there or tonight or whatever that looks like and pay them because that's going to lock in that vendor for you and that's going to make sure your that vendor is working with you on your wedding day and not someone else. A deposit is not usually refundable. I Some vendors will call it a non-refundable deposit. Some will just call it a deposit. It just means that we use that money to lock in your wedding date and generally most of us vendors only take on one booking a day because we are service-based so we need to be there on the day and It also means that depending on when that date is, the likelihood of being able to rebook that day if you can't make it or you need to cancel is very low and obviously we still need to make money. We're still paying rent, we're paying mortgages, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, I mean, there are instances where we we might be able to rebook that date depending on how far out we are, but it's generally a non-refundable deposit based on that reasoning. If It should be outlined in the terms and conditions where there is. And then obviously there's different clauses in there in those terms and conditions these days based on COVID cancellations and things like that. Not that we're dealing with that so much anymore, but back when we were right in the thick of it last year, uh, a lot of vendors popped in specific clauses about COVID cancellations and COVID postponements and moving dates and things like that and what your deposit will get you, whether you can be moved for free, et cetera, et cetera. So hot hot tip in regards to booking a vendor as well as you always 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 read your terms and conditions and know what you're up for also the amount that you put down as a deposit will vary from vendor to vendor as I've said but what you will pay obviously will affect how much 
of the payment is left or how much is left to pay later. Um, so obviously if you've got a 25% deposit on a thousand dollar service, then you're paying $250 to lock in that date and then you still have another $750 that you need to pay further on down the track. Obviously if you want to pay that off in small amounts, then talk to the vendor about it, work out a payment plan together. Otherwise, that $750 will be invoiced and needing to be paid probably, I'd say, 7 to 14 days before your wedding date. But again, that's different per vendor. So uh, always read your terms and conditions. Always have a spreadsheet or something that keeps you accountable for when those payments are going to be due and how much those payments are going to be um, because you are going to be responsible for obviously keeping track of each payment and maintaining a record for exactly how much you've paid and what you still owe. If you need receipts, obviously ask the vendor. They will surely issue you with invoices. So keep that safe somewhere. Start a wedding email folder. Start a, start a separate wedding email address to track all your wedding correspondence with everyone anyway, but also start a folder either per vendor or accounting, etc., with all your invoices and things in there to make sure that you can keep track of them and you don't lose anything because if there is any uh, payment um, issues down the line where uh, totals are different or something, I know, I know of people who have had to query vendors on invoices and things like that because amounts invoiced were different than amounts discussed and in contracts and things like that so make sure you keep all your paperwork regarding payments because if anything happens it's going to keep uh, it's going to make sure that um, nothing bites you in the ass further down the track because you know what you were due to pay and what you have tracked anything paper wise any paper trial is going to make sure that you've got no mix-ups no overpayments or anything like that in the lead up to your wedding day because you don't want to be dealing with that you don't want to be stressed and overwhelmed about overpayments and mix-ups and things like that you want to be focused on like your wedding day by that time and then like I said most vendors are likely to take payment before the wedding we need to be fully paid before the wedding if the invoice is not paid before your wedding day and you're uh, engaging with a service provider aka a florist or a wedding planner or stylist or something like that if your final invoice is not paid before your wedding day they are not going to show up you need to make sure that you have paid them before paid them by the invoice due date for one but pay them before your wedding day because you don't want to be there on your day all ready to get married and your florist hasn't showed up or something like that because you forgot to pay the invoice this is why we need to track wedding payments and make sure you are well across what is owed and what is due and what you need to be doing in the lead up to your wedding day to make sure that all your vendors are going to be there on the day and planning and sorry, and making sure that you have the best wedding day there is. I've heard several horror stories from vendors saying that they got payments at the last minute on like a Friday night before a Saturday wedding. Um, so everything was touch and go because they obviously weren't going to show because if we're not paid for our services, then we're not going to work for free. So yeah, that's my recommendations for tracking your wedding payments and why you should be tracking your wedding payments so that you're well aware and well across and obviously if you're tracking everything and you know what's due and you know when things need to be paid and what is going on that's going to help you feel more calm and relaxed about your planning about your wedding day about everything because you're going to have a full picture of exactly your cost of, of your exact costs of what you need to be spending what you want to be spending 
making sure you're coming in under budget, knowing what needs to happen and when, and you're not going to feel frustrated and confused and, and fumbling around with certain things the closer you get to your wedding day. So this is why we do it. We want to track it. We want to keep you calm. We want to keep you relaxed. We want to keep you confident and easeful and planning your wedding in the most relaxed fashion you can. So we talk a lot more about this in the Plan Your Wedding with Confidence and Ease membership. There's a whole lot of budget modules that I've just got to finish filming and then they're going to be up in the in the membership for you to watch anytime my spreadsheet is going to be there. I'm releasing a new spreadsheet to help track a whole lot of other things. Um, I saw a couple of like budget spreadsheet suggestions in a Facebook group the other day, so I want to create something that's going to help clients with that as well. So if that's something you're interested in, finding out more about, you want some budget help with your for your wedding planning, then jump into that membership. I'm offering three months for the price of $45 at the moment. Uh, membership is normally $49 a month. So three months for $45 is a damn bargain. It's like 50 cents a day or something. So less than a coffee a week. Or So if it's something you're interested in, I'll pop the link to join down below. And yeah, let's help you plan your wedding with confidence and ease. As always, I'd love if you could take a screenshot and share this episode on your socials with everyone. If you found it helpful, if I've filled you in on something that you didn't know, if if this really resonated with you, I'd really love to know. Um, also drop into my DMs if you're loving it. I got a couple of messages about, about the podcast last, actually I got one last night and it just it just gives me the warm, warm and fuzzies. It makes me really grateful that I get to do this, that I get to be in your ears um, and I love that you're loving the content. So if you've got any suggestions on other stuff you want talked about, other stuff you want discussed, then please, please, please let me know. I'm also lining up a whole lot of guests for the rest of the year because obviously we're in August. This is crazy. So yeah, I'm just doing a bit of forward planning with podcast with the podcast at the moment. So yeah, if you have any suggestions on what you want to hear or vendors that you want to talk about or something like that, then please drop me a DM. And I will see what I can do in terms of guest appearances on the Dear Romance podcast. Thanks for joining me again today. I will see you really soon. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Dear Romance podcast. If you love this episode, hit subscribe so you know when our next episode drops. Or let's connect over on Insta. You'll find me at at underscore Dear Romance. Don't forget to screenshot this episode and tag me in it. If you do have any wedding planning questions you'd love answered, send them through to me on Insta or click the link in the show notes below. Or join my Facebook group. You can ask your questions in there and we'll chat through all things weddings and planning after new episodes drop each week. Search for the Dear Romance Weddings group on Facebook now. The link is also below in the show notes. I'm so excited to have you here and be in your ears to help you plan the wedding of your dreams without the stress and overwhelm. I can't wait to chat with you really soon. See you next time.